Well, welcome again to another segment of this podcast. This is now going to be the fourth installment, and I hope that through the last three that you've found encouragement and strength. More than that, that you have allowed God to begin to take control of your life. Um, I was actually able to do a radio interview this last week with uh, uh, a new radio station here at the Lake of the Ozarks called 89.3, The Key. Um, Brad Berg did an interview with me, and I hopefully if, if you found this podcast as a result of that interview, then I, I welcome you. Um, I hope you've been able to go back and listen to some of our past podcasts, and I hope that you're able to uh, join us weekly um, as we go through different things that we battle. Um, but today what I want to talk about is about something that is often not talked about, especially as men. Um, many times when we we face things or we face these battles that, that come about, um, we as men like to uh, deal with them on our own. We like to face those struggles um, through our own power, through our own wants. Um, uh, we, we don't like to just burden people with them. And, and that's not all men. But as for me, uh, I, I must tell you that's the way I am. And I know that's how other men are. Um, when I'm deep in the muck, I try and internalize it. I, I, I try, I want to go through this struggle on my own and not bother anyone else with my junk. Um, and honestly, to be, to be straight up honest with you guys, uh, that's where I am today. Uh, I'm deep in it. I'm struggling. I'm frustrated and I'm broken and I don't know what to do. You know, as I, as I look back over my life in, in 2007, I was called by God to ministry and I know that with every fiber of my body, I felt it, and and as audibly as it could be heard, I heard it. Uh, I was driving that day through the Flint Hills of Kansas. It was late May. It was a sunny, beautiful, clear sky day, and I felt, I felt him speak to me, and, and I'll never forget it. Um, I've never had an experience like that again, and... That straight up changed my life. I, I was going to college at the time, um, doing one course at a time, slowly trying to work my way toward a degree. Um, no real direction. And I, I changed my degree at that time and I changed colleges and went and got an undergraduate in Christian ministries. Um, I got it. I got my bachelor's in three years. It, it, it was it was a drive that I felt God was pushing me towards, and and since then I've pursued things on my own. I've pursued avenues. Um, when I've needed a job, I've relied on my own strength. I relied on my own needs and wants, and I, and I've truly don't think that I've I've allowed myself to fully give that to God and. So as I flash forward to about three years ago, I gave up all that, that I am, uh, that I was doing, everything, uh, because I was tired of running, I was tired of hiding in my own sin, I was tired of being broken all the time, um, and and everything just led me um, the wrong way until that day, and 
I, I gave up everything and I said I was done running and in whatever way he wanted to use me, that I would just surrender it to him. And since that day, I've walked in faith as to what he wanted. Then just under a year ago, I was approached about a youth ministry position. Um, and I really prayed about that. And turned around and I, and I committed myself to it. I was working through the transition process only to have the door slammed in my face one month ago with only two weeks until I actually took the position full time. I can't lie that it hurt me deep. It, it hurt me. Um, it, it cut, it cut me deep. And, uh, <clears throat> a big part of me wanted to turn back to what I've always done. And that's run back to my sin. Yet I felt the Holy Spirit telling me, no, don't do it. Don't go run back to what that is. Trust in me. But I've done that running so many times. I've ran for myself. I've ran from the situations. I've ran from God. I've hid from God. And I would feel like a failure. I would feel unworthy. And then just wallow in that for years. I chose not to go back into the construction field. Because something is telling me that is not what God wants of me. That's not where God needs me anymore. And I've been applying and sending resumes out and getting nothing. I've had one interview and one phone call for a job in that last month. And both would have been good positions. But would take me away from my family for extended periods of time. And they would also remove me from, my, from ministries that I'm currently deeply involved in. And I know that's not what God wants. God does not want us to sacrifice our time with him. God does not want us to sacrifice our time with our families. But how do we respond in the face of the unknown? This is where I'm at. I've cried out to God so much in frustration and just pleading for his will be done. It hurts to be in that church at times. It hurts deep in my stomach. I try every day to live on the promises and belief of what God is doing and going to do. As we look in the pages of the Bible at those that have walked in the unknown, one of the greatest ones that stands out to me is Abraham. Abraham did not know what was going to happen. Abraham left everything. He left his family. He left the land that he had known, that he had worked. He went into the unknown and trusted God for all the answers. And we see that, we see that in Genesis 12, verses 1. It says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And verse 4 says, So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. <laughs> he just went. He left it all. 
he went into that unknown and he trusted God, that God had all the answers, that God would provide, that God would show him what he needed to do. To be mighty men of the king, we must be willing not to trust on our own abilities, but on what God is doing. Trust me, that is hard. I'm right there in the middle of it. I don't know what is coming or how long the money will last before there isn't anything to pay the bills. Will God provide an opportunity by that time? I must trust that he will. Guys, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what battle lies ahead, but I can tell you that the enemy will lie. The enemy has tried to work on my wife and I both. He has lied. He has caused doubt and uncertainty. He's caused fear. And he has tried to create conflict in our marriage. As mighty men, we need to surround ourselves with people that will bring encouragement and people that will be committed to praying for you. As we get in the middle of a battle, we must have others that will be behind us, that will help when the fiery arrows come at us. Men, we cannot go through this life thinking that we will not ever face battle. We would be ridiculous to think that. If we are following God, I mean, if we are truly, truly following God, then the enemy will come. Mark my words, the enemy will come. We even see in those last days of Jesus that Jesus went to Peter. He told Peter that Satan has asked to sift you like wheat. Jesus said that he would pray for Peter. As I said before, we need to have those around us that will be willing to go to the altar and pray for us. Mighty men need to realize that the battle is coming. You have either just went through a battle, or you are going through a battle, or you just came out of a battle. <laughs> I messed that one up, didn't I? You've either just went through a battle... You're going through a battle, or you're about to go into battle. Each battle will be different. It might be a small fight that only lasts a short time. Others might be battles that get down and dirty. They'll last what seems like months, days, years. It might try your patience. It will test your resolve and you will probably sustain some injuries. Yet we must stay strong. We must resist the devil and trust that the battle is the Lord's. He will see us through to victory. Whatever you're facing today, I want to give you encouragement. Just as I am facing my own battle and in the midst of a war, I want to send encouragement your way. God is for you and will not leave you even though it feels like it some days he is there and he will see you through i tell you men there have been a few days recently that feel like the lord's not listening 
And then the next day I receive more encouragement, more words of, of affirmation. Guys, the Lord is for you and he is on your side. But we have to remain faithful. We have to trust in him. So today, trust in the Lord. If I can give you any encouragement, just trust in God. Continue to tell him your frustrations. And he will be with you. Let's pray. Father, you are Jehovah. You are great, O oh Lord Almighty. Father, today I don't know what any of these men are facing. I don't know what battle that they're in. And maybe they're on the mountaintop today. And maybe the battle is about to happen. But God, I pray that you, you, Lord, will be the general. That you will take the battle from them and battle. I pray that in my own life as well, Lord, that you are working as only you can, God. That you are fighting right now for me, for these men. Father, help us to be mighty men of the King. Help us to be your mighty men and stand in the gap where we are needed. Father, we just love you and we thank you so much for everything. And it's in the great name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.